bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kind of so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got AIDS spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout test premium podcast network i'm your host doing a solo review catching up with some movies and today's movie is a movie you either already seen because it came out in 2016 so like i don't blame you i'm the one who's late um either you already seen you never seen or you never plan on seeing because or you don't care about spoiling because i'm gonna spoil the movie it's called hell or high water uh 2016 film directed by david mckenzie um i'll just talk about what i like what i didn't like i just watched it on netflix it's on netflix right now if you're listening right now um and uh yeah let me go break down what the movie's about talk about what i like talk about what i didn't like and then we'll just score it from zero to five all right um a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in west texas um it is like i said directed by david mckenzie written by taylor sheridan and uh chris pine plays like the the main brother toby howard uh ben foster plays tanner howard the ex-con brother who is a wild card jeff bridges is in this is marcus hamilton a uh texas um uh like ranger or whatever and gil birmingham is alberto parker who is like his deputy ranger or whatever uh you would call him um and then uh just kind of other people that's in the movie dale dickey who's always good playing like a uh man it's 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 sad to say it's like a typecast day but she always plays like a hard scrabble like southern uh woman that's going through it and it's funny because when you look at her like headshots of her just as a person and not acting like she's a pretty uh like she's like she's she's not beaten down like she's like like but every time she plays a role it's always like these beaten down prostitutes and drug addicts and shit in these movies but um anyway she's in there um and uh my girl katie mixon who i remember from um uh eastbound and down mostly uh um she she's in here too as as a waitress and uh you know they so basically like they just have good casting matter of fact let's get into the positives for this movie and that's number one it's just good solid casting um like uh they were able to cast people that kind of realistically remind you of that like the southern backwater towns and stuff and still get good performances from them in very short periods of time you don't really see them on screen a lot but like i said um katie mixon uh 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 uh, dale dickey um um william uh sturchy like there's just there's just so many good performances throughout the entire cast so i just want to say casting was great uh jeff bridges as this um 
like i said this guy who's pursuing the brothers and he's like the old school lawman right you know he's racist uh or he makes racist jokes uh i guess the movie kind of leaves it up to you to say if you really feel like he's a true racist or not but it's that thing where i think um it's definitely a hollywood trope is this uh racist with a heart of gold type of thing where it's like i make jokes about my engine friend here but i don't really mean it and uh spoiler when his indian friend dies he's the one that goes and takes out the brother that killed him so like it's supposed to be like yeah he's always riffing on this guy but it's because they do dark work at a dark time and it's an old time because uh they never really say and i don't know if they're trying to say um that's the thing so they never really say like what year this takes place i don't think but at the same time like i don't know if they're trying to say like listen out here in the backwoods it's it's country as hell and technology hasn't caught up and blah 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 or if they're saying like this movie takes place in 1981 and they just don't ever really pin down what year it was because it feels like it takes place in like 1981 because there's no um uh uh there's no like cell phones in this movie there's no internet um so i'm not really sure you know i yeah so i really wasn't sure what year was supposed to take place because it seemed like technology was not a thing in this movie and maybe they needed to make it that so that you could have like a heist movie that truly had some type of stakes because i feel like nowadays all this technology like a heist movie feels like it should be over and uh, <laughs> feel like it should be over in a couple of uh hours where it's just like yeah they was robbing shit we got their tags off the highway cameras and and or something you know um <sighs> sipping on my coffee guys doing an early morning recording um pow shout out to mark Mayer. but um nah it's like they it's like because of the, the kind of nondescript time it takes place in i think it enables you to watch something that goes oh we don't know when or where they're gonna catch them because they don't seem to be relying on technology as much um even though the, the crimes were kind of thought out and smart and the robberies were well planned so it, it's like they hit a bank that didn't have all the technology and all that stuff but i don't know it, it just felt like there wasn't a lot of it wasn't like a tech thriller in the way that a lot of these uh newer heist movies have have to had to become because of how much tech we have in society now anyway uh so like i said casting is great jeff bridges amazing performance he's just uh what a versatile great actor i really hope we're giving him his things and appreciating him because that man has been so many things more than just the big lebowski uh shout out to all my frat boys but um like he's he's really been some great characters man and uh like i'm watching him in the old man now it just really truly it makes me appreciate uh the dude got range you know it's not just all you know the mouth full of oatmeal before you head out the door uh <laughs> version of him although that might be my favorite version of him doing a character is this this kind of character that he has in this movie where like uh you know <laughs> where, where he's always uh uh mumbling almost feels like he's mumbling through some shit you know what i mean all right so another thing that works for this movie and it's 
i mean obviously if you've seen this movie uh, you really just had to give it up for ben foster i feel like ben foster stole the movie like this is a ben foster movie that chris pine just happens to be into um and it's interesting because ben foster is a guy that i don't think people would think of as a leading man or star in in that type of way and i and i you know i would even go as far as to say his face is a spoiler alert right like he's typecast i don't know if he's an asshole or if he's just typecast because he's playing these assholes so well but uh that motherfucker plays treacherous people and everything as soon as you see him it's like i don't know what he's gonna do fucked up but he gonna do it (laughs) like who's gonna fuck up this plot him for sure um he's definitely gonna be one of the people that gets a like when the the, when he gets like 60 or something or 70 the oscars has to give him his own reel of like that guy you know how they always do the we need to appreciate this person's body of work ben foster needs a like he needs that motherfucking montage that 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 highlight reel of just him fucking up every good person's plan every every quasi criminal that has to deal with like a real hardcore felonious ass uh chemically imbalanced motherfucker <laughs> to get their crimes going it's like yeah we plan to to rob banks and 310 to you man we wasn't gonna kill nobody and it's always just one motherfucker like well i do <laughs> you know what i mean if y'all ever watch futurama he's uh roberto the stabby robot you know what i mean <laughs> like he's like i just love stabby having he can't help himself and he plays that role to perfection in this movie you feel it from the scene the first scene you see him in you're like he's the one that's gonna like shoot some get someone shot during a robbery he's the one who uh is gonna kill some cops like he's he's the guy you know and my god did he get to be that guy in this motherfucking movie like um and in a way you have to give him the character uh even more credit than chris pine's character toby howard because tanner was about that life he was like we're robbing banks we're let's rob them like we're doing crime we're criming like toby was like let's do smart crime let's get away with this let's find like he had a whole plan to like clean the books through the casinos and all this stuff, different stuff which sounds great but uh my man tanner was like bro if we robbing let's rob and um so i liked all that stuff the backstory between the brothers were like one brother uh tanner went to prison and the other brother had to raise like had to take care of the family and the mom had died like a really brutal death uh due to disease in the home uh like she like not even a hospital she just died at home and he was the one taking care of her and they had a horrible childhood where uh tanner and his life of crime must have led to a big disconnection and disappointment with his parents because he fucking hated them and they hated him it seemed and toby being even the good son had a divorce and he was in debt and all this stuff and so i liked that backstory and they tell you that backstory without telling you that backstory like it's all just in the like it's all in the context of the conversations another positive this thing was only an hour 42 minutes when you consider how like fast moving it was oh my god so dope i like i really love that um like just you don't have enough time to really sit back and be bored like it's all just action and plotting and it's intense and it's 
uh smart and all that stuff another thing i liked about this movie was the action when the action pops off my nigga my god okay this motherfucking um like and i'm not just talking about the the funny action at the beginning like that's one of the great things about this movie is that it raises the stakes and the action in the beginning is almost funny you know it's like oh they were gonna rob this person oh they were gonna do this oh 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 that's funny they um they hit this guy in the mouth you know stuff like that but by the end with the action it is like nigga like there's a scene where my man tanner decides fuck it i'm going out i'm going in and what tanner realizes that toby doesn't is that in order to get away with their plan truly one of them gotta die like they like once it becomes and you can see from the way he escalated everything and so in a way this was him making good on being the big brother and looking out for his family he killed he basically committed suicide by cop where he um blew blew up the truck by like filling it with gasoline lighting it on fire and just letting it roll down a hill into the rest of the police and this is after he let toby out of the car and toby drove back the other way and then had a shootout with the police that enabled toby to escape go through a checkpoint without being caught and all this stuff um and killed like you know uh alberto which was like marcus hamilton jeff bridges like best friend he had been ragging on with racist jokes the whole time and um he ends up uh getting killed by marcus hamilton uh and that whole scene was so intense and so good um and and just like it almost you don't see it coming because this movie doesn't really purport to be an action movie until it is and it's like god damn this is intense um and so then that that was that was a a a perfect thing and then the last positive i have for it was the final scene between chris pine and jeff bridges perfect writing no notes felt like a western felt like an old cowboy movie the way they they talk that shit uh, to each other uh and they were saying in the most like mid in the most western uh folksy way possible pow sorry i gotta hit that coffee one more time um but like that scene was so fucking great uh like just like i feel like they wrote that scene and said that's when you knew we got a movie you know what i mean (laughs) um like because they were threatening each other like toby hey i rent a little house in town you want to stop by and finish this conversation welcome anytime marcus oh i like that i'll be seeing you toby yeah see soon i hope i'm ready to be done with this marcus you'll never be done with it no matter what it's gonna haunt you son for the rest of your days but you won't be alone it's gonna haunt me too toby if you stop by maybe i'll give you peace marcus maybe maybe i'll give it to you bars bars and then it just like goes off but uh yeah that was dope um all right so that's all my likes i believe dislikes let's see um okay so dislikes um i think and this feels a little hollywood ish like the top down view of america or when you know you're in one of these liberal coastal elite cities with the social justice warriors um no (laughs) but but but, (laughs) sorry that's just funny to say but um it was uh it's a little bit like 
you know how in the rural america and you know the the financial crisis the debt crisis taking advantage of people if you were to rob a small western bank that had been given out i don't know subprime loans or something nobody would snitch on you they'd just be like listen we need to protect these robbers at all costs they ain't hurting nobody that bank fucked up my loan you know and that being the like way that they get away with this is kind of ridiculous <laughs> like no one in texas was like man nah them the um motherfucking howard boys yeah they they took that money or whatever the fuck i'm doing that you know like they, everybody was like i ain't telling you shit cops y'all ain't never gonna get them boys i'm like even if they shot up the town kill people in the bank nobody was like yeah it was dumb you know what I'm saying? like that was kind of ridiculous but i know they wanted to make a bigger point about like america and debt and how aggrieved and angry everyone is but this feels like a very particular almost like white grievance like this like we would never uh assign such lofty um morality to like a black bank like set it off didn't have this level of lofty morality you know what i mean like like it's just like uh at some point you just niggas shooting up the bank you know <laughs> so that was one thing that i thought was kind of like oh okay um and then uh, it's not his fault but man casting ben foster is just a spoiler it just is it ain't nothing you can do about it uh he played the role to perfection but man it's like just having him be in a movie you might as well tell us the bad guy the bad you know he he gonna fuck it up everybody like that that that's definitely how this uh how this movie how this comes across for the second you see him on screen so like you're just waiting for the 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 moment um he definitely delivers but you're not shocked like it's almost like if you had chris pine be the 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 brother that went fucking crazy then you'd be like oh i did not see that shit coming um but uh yeah that that you know that was one of the things um that was you know i think could have could have uh i mean you can't you can't avoid it it's no it's not really like shade to the movie or whatever um but yeah i um yeah i I think that's it for negatives i mean i really didn't have any like i really didn't have anything substantially that i disliked about about it um all right so let's uh rate it zero to five i give this movie a fucking five guys okay i know i'm late as hell i heard it got shut out the oscars in 2016 i blame myself i didn't see it on time so i'm part of the problem everybody um but man it it, it deserved all the things or at least a nomination or something i mean or i don't know i mean it just it feel like it must have deserved something i don't know i haven't watched those 2016 oscars so maybe i'm you know maybe i'm tripping and i don't i you know i don't remember but yeah it deserved all the things because this movie was fucking amazing what a great great movie um and uh yeah i i I, five out of five no notes really uh and uh, if you got netflix i suggest you check it out because it's really truly worth it and i think you'll enjoy it uh so all right y'all talk to you soon